you're hearing the sound of our voice either way, hello and welcome. Of course, you got the one and only Mr. And Mrs. Smith, Smith. your five-day credit restoration challenge instructors. And over these past four days, hopefully you've been getting some nuggets. Of course, we're on day four, but let's talk about day one. Day one, we talked to you all about payment history. Basically, just the history as it relates to how well you have been making payments. You see, that's 35% of your credit score that's all centered around the payment history. And we told you what the solution was to that, those four letters. So in day one, we gave you the problem, the percentage that is worth, and the solution to that. On day two, it was all about credit utilization. And what we really love about credit utilization is that credit you is all about you. You see, that's 30% of your credit score, but it's centered around you just making sure that you're not overusing your credit. It's centered around that revolving debt, those credit cards, and keeping those balances as low as you possibly can. That's credit utilization. We told you all about it and how to solve it with strategy, not just getting stuff removed. You see, that's what most credit repair companies don't have an answer for, but we do. And day three it was all about the credit history. This is basically just your length of credit. And, you know, sometimes on that, you might have to solve that problem by being added as an authorized user. We told you all about that on day three, but now we are at day four, and day four is all about new Credit. You see, we've been giving you things and nuggets and tips, and hopefully you've been doing your homework, taking the action steps that we've given you after each day. And if you have it, shame on you. Go back, get it done, because the time is ticking, because we're coming close to an end. But let's talk about today. Let's talk about day four new credit. You see, on the first three days, 30% or 35% plus 30% plus another 15% got you a total of 80%. So today, let's talk about 10% of the 20 that's left in your credit score. Yes, most definitely. All right, so this is what you got to understand about new credit. You are rebuilding trust, okay? Have you ever heard that Janet Jackson line, what have you done for me lately? Well, that is applicable when you're building new credit. Got to understand is one of the best ways to cover up a negative is with a lot of positives, okay? What that means is this. The highest impact is recent activity. So let's say you have a negative item that's six years old. It will not have as much of an impact as positive items two months old, okay? New credit allows you to prove that you've changed. You've turned over a new leaf, okay? <laughs> Trust is gained slowly over time. What that basically means is, you guys, you're rebuilding trust. You're trying to prove yourself. They, you may get approved for a $200 limit or $300 limit. It's something be very, very beneficial in this category, okay? Creditors want you as a consumer. This is what you got to understand. But they want to see how you are going to handle your finances. Think about it. Creditors would not be in business if they didn't have us as customers, okay? And this whole credit game, as you can see, it is definitely Again, go ahead and take that home. Yes, I love it. You said it. I couldn't have said it any better myself. So just understand that you build a new trust. You might start off small, but it's something that you can do in order to start taking advantage of that 10%. We're all about collecting as many of the, those points as you possibly can, and this is the segue into you claiming new credit, rebuilding trust. And I love the fact that new or new 
positive replaces all negative. Yes. You see, that's applicable in life and in your credit. Positive will always outweigh the negative. So keep that in mind as you build your credit. Let's talk right, about man. the next segment. Now, new credit, we always tell you, we address the whole score. This is not the first time you've seen this slide. This slide is pretty much incorporated in most of these because we really want to reiterate the fact that we focus on the whole score, not just one part of the score, not just or not just a, a snippet of the score, which is what most people do. They only focus on one part. Well, credit is a holistic thing. So let's talk about the whole credit score. You see your score range, as we've told you, is 300 to 850 points, which means that the available points to you is 550 points. So there's 550 points that's available to you that you need to try to collect as often and as many ways as you possibly can using the factors that we're giving you because that's that's all you have to accomplish in order to have great credit. So what new credit does is tackle that 10% of your credit score. You see, we showed you about the 80%, but this 10% will get you to that 90%. So 10% of your new credit is contingent upon, or 10% of your score is contingent upon new credit. Now, what that means is new credit equals 55 max points. That's the maximum amount of points you can get. But it's something. is you add to the pieces of all of the other percentages, and most of the time, creditors don't necessarily know how to help you get all of these things, but that's why you're here. But this is what you want to do. you got to be aware of too many credit Inquiries. You see, when you're talking about inquiries, there is a difference between a hard inquiry and a soft inquiry. You see, a soft inquiry, if you have decent credit, many times you may get letters in the mail where they're pre-approving you for a different credit card. That's considered to be a soft inquiry because what they did is they just pulled up enough information about you to see that you fit a description of somebody that they would like to have as a borrower, somebody they would like to have as a so it's a soft inquiry, and it doesn't affect your credit. A hard is if you're going out applying for new credit, credit cards and auto loans and getting declined, and it's affecting you on a small point basis, but it can add up. Anywhere from 2 to 4% is affecting your credit. So just imagine how much you can do if you're doing that over and over and over. And we were thinking about this, and we were like, wow, this would not be a time for a person to want to be persistent. You know, like if you're filing or applying for credit, you don't want to keep applying for credit and getting denied and getting denied and doing it over and over and over again because what it does is those two to four points add up and over time you got a surplus of dings because of hard inquiries. And that's what you got to understand. You don't want to do too many of those. Now, this can be hard to get if your history is bad and it may require some upfront money because sometimes you got to take a step back and going to, in order to take a leap forward. So if you have to put up a little money in order to get available new credit, then do what you have to do. And we'll show you the savvy way, the smart way, the strategic way to do it because we're all about strategy. But sometimes it may be hard to get that history, but be willing to put up a little money and make it all worthwhile. Yes, most definitely. Now, you can be persistent about a lot of things, but if you know that you already have a bad credit or poor credit or, or just, you know, it needs some work, don't be so persistent with applying over and over and over again. One of
actually give it to us was there was a young lady, 43 hard inquiries, which sounds crazy. Doesn't sound as bad counting against you when you got that many hard inquiries. I mean, that's dipping your points over 100 points because you're trying. <laughs> Just because you're trying to get approved for something. So that makes absolutely no sense. Let's keep going. And then the thing about that is, you know, it's a solution for that. We told you about four letters, but it's another letter that can clean that up. But yes. don't even put yourself in that position if you don't have to. And we'll show you how to avoid that strategically. Okay. So here's one of the solutions, you guys is a secured credit card, okay? This is basically, you can get a credit card by securing the card with a cash deposit. What he just stated, you guys, Marcus just said, sometimes to clean up that bad credit, you guys, it may cost you a little bit of money. It may cost you investing in yourself. So let's talk about the way that a secured credit card works, okay? You actually do have to put down a cash deposit. So let's say you have $500. You can put down that $500 and you can get a secured credit card with a $500 balance on it, okay? So basically you put up all the money that you're going to be spending. That way, if you fall short, if you're late on a payment, hey, the money is basically already covered. That's how these companies are able to continue to work. You're putting up the money, and guess what? It actually helps you. It's your money, and it helps your score. So when you think about it, it is a really good way to build and establish that new credit. You use the card, and you pay off the balance frequently. Now, here's the thing. There's a myth out there, and the myth is, no, if you use your card and you pay it off that Friday, then that won't really affect your score, and that's not true. This can help your score tremendously, especially if you're using something like a secured credit card. Now, what you do want to watch still, even though you put up the money, you want your credit utilization. Keep it in the single digits, you guys. The example of the $500 that you put up for your secured card, guys, go out to lunch, pay it off on Friday. You see what I'm saying? Put some gas in your car, pay it off on Friday, but you still have to be extremely disciplined. Don't think that the discipline can go out the door because you put the money up front. We're working on building your credit, okay, and it's going to take some time. Now, what you've got to be aware of are the cards with the annual fees and the very high interest rate. See, there are companies that are designed to take advantage of you, okay? That's all they want to do is take advantage of you, especially if you're relying on credit, if you're in a bind. You want to take that part away? I mean, this is the thing. They take advantage of you, so what you have to do is just be savvy on the front end so that you're not trying to dig yourself out of the hole when it's a little too late. So what you want to do is try to avoid the annual fees, make it a zero annual fee, and look for something that's under 25%. We'll dive a little deeper into that, but something that's under 25%. Now, 25% is still high, I must be honest, but when you're building your credit, sometimes you just have to make that move, and then once your credit is built, then you can do some negotiating and, and work things out. Yes, but don't be taken advantage of, you guys, because 
some of these companies out here, they know that you're fully relying on your credit card. Basically, you need the money, okay? Um, kind of the last thing, this is what's supplementing your income in between your paychecks, right? But you want to make sure, see what we mean by annual fees, you guys, is basically at the beginning of every single year, you're hit with a fee just for having that card open just for, for keeping that account active. So even though we don't recommend you closing your cards, okay, we talked about that, we don't recommend it. Sometimes you just have to really see if it's a benefit to you. Annual fee, and let's say it's 200, 300, I mean, there's some crazy numbers out there just to keep the car open. Is that really, truly benefiting you? And for most people, it's not. So you want to be aware of the companies that take advantage of you. And the best way to do that, you guys, is for you to make the good decision on the front end, not on the back end. You don't want to wait until you've had this card for a year and then that fee actually kicks in before you realize it was not a good decision. So do your homework on the fees before you apply for that card. And we're going to go a little bit deeper. Now, another option in order to build new credit is this solution right here. I like to call this save money, build credit, because that's exactly what it allows you to do. Imagine being able to save some money, and for the money that you're saving, you're getting credit for saving that money. That literally is what you're able to do. You can save as little as $25 a month, and it boosts your credit score. So what you'll do is you'll visit this link verbatim, bit.ly forward slash save money, build credit. You don't have to put in www. You don't have to put in .com, all lowercase. Make sure you keep it all lowercase, and it should be a link available behind or around this video so you can just click it without having to worry about typing it in. But real quick, before you know, we transition to the next part and close it all out, you see underneath it, where it says up 225 points. This is literally a result of a client or someone we referred this same link to and said, look, this person needed a couple of things to help strengthen their credit. They needed to build some new credit. They had nothing but negatives on their credit report. So I was like, okay, let me recommend this because, you know, I believe in what it brings to the table. Long story short, he went to that link, clicked it, got started, and 30 days later, about 35 to be more precise, his score went up 225 points. So it's powerful, especially if you need new credit built on your profile. Now, you have to gauge it based on your profile because not every piece of advice is applicable to everyone's scenario. So what I mean is he needed new credit, new positives reporting to his credit report because he had none. It was nothing but negatives being reported, so he needed new positives. If you find yourself needing new positives, not that you only have negatives, but if you know you need some new positivity reporting to your report, then this is a great option because it allows you to save money so you never lose the money, but you're able to build credit at the same time. So visit that link, bit.ly forward slash save money, build credit, all one word, no www, no .com, all lowercase. Absolutely. So let's get into your day four action steps, okay? Let's inquire about credit qualifications. You guys, 
Another link that we're going to refer you to is bankrate.com for you to check out secured credit cards, which we already discussed. You want to look for cards with no annual fees and an interest rate that's less than 25%. Y'all, bankrate.com has so many different car options. They list everything, uh, what the annual fees are for each individual card, what the interest rates are, how much money you have to put down. They even have a section for college students, which is a major because nine times out of ten, a lot of people are going into college with no credit. So whether they do it on the front end or on the back end of college, they need to be building that credit. It's going to help in a lot of areas, but you guys already know this, right? What you can also do is call the credit card company and ask about their approval process, okay? So make sure you take a screenshot or write this down, bankrate.com. So many different options. Now, you're just going there to look. We're not saying apply for anything. Yes. You're just going to look because we just want you to know what your options are. And the key part about calling the credit card company and asking what the approval process is, is if you talk to someone and they tell you what it takes to get approved, then you save yourself the inquiry that might have been attached to it. Yes. Because now they're telling you, okay, this is what we're looking for. You know if you meet that qualification. So if you apply, you're likely to get approved because they already told you. Or you can say, you know what? I'm not ready to apply, so you save yourself from getting an inquiry on your credit report. That's very important for you to know. And last but not least, like we stated on the last slide, visit bit.ly. That's actually bit.ly, you know, bit.ly app, bit.ly forward slash save money bill credit and set up your account if it fits your scenario. So if you feel like you know you need some good items reporting, to your report because you don't have many, then I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Now, this is something you will actually take action on because this is something you can implement today because you can start with as little as $25 a month being saved, and now you're getting credit for that. So visit that link or click the available link around this video so you can take full advantage of it. We told you we wanted to give you some action steps. Yeah. We gave you a lot of education. We gave you day one, payment history. We gave you day two. Credit utilization. We got you day three. Credit history. Day four was all about you building credit using new credit. So you know how many points that's worth. You know what percentage is worth. But now you have some extra steps because it's time for you to apply what we've talked. Absolutely, you guys. So we'll see you on day five. We told you we're giving it all away. Hopefully, you are enjoying the challenge so far. You guys, we got many more nuggets, and we have a real treat for you on day five. You guys, it's very important that you follow all of the steps. You know, you take all of the action steps that we give you. And we're going to take it a step further on day five, so make sure you come ready. Tag your, your buddy that's doing this challenge with you. Let's get to work. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Signing out.